And welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels and Ryan Diamonds, who is nowhere to be found. So I guess it's just time that we go ahead and introduce our lovely guest. This is a man. Well, he's a man. He, uh, he's a man of many talents, a man of many hats. He wears many hats. Not really. He usually doesn't wear a hat. You know, now that I think about it, I can't see him with a hat on either way featuring jonathan for reels oh i thought i was supposed to wear a hat okay <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know howdy howdy i was all prepared i was gonna be all cute and then you were like hats and i was like oh grab a hat grab a hat <laughs> i'm good to be back serving good to be back to wear yeah, which hat yeah. I have a pink hat with like palm trees on it that I used to wear on another podcast that I did every now and then. Ooh. I call it my party hat. Your party hat. But this is my hair. You know, every bald yeah, man that, that has is. a hat that they call their hair. Now, um, I, I, I need a little bit of a trim. My hair is getting a little bit, a little bit unmanageable. I don't want to cut it off, but just a just a just a little tiny bit off the tips. I, I could send you a little bit if you want to like kind of glue it up there or whatever. That that would be wonderful. But you gotta dye your hair black first. Oh yeah. I forgot you have that uh that emo only fans that you do. Oh yeah. You know, the thing is, uh I don't think you ever met me at this time i used to have black king green hair no no i didn't black and green hair i did my eyeliner up i was super skinny i thought i was a rock star i got makeup tips from the lead singer skillet and i thought mm -hmm. i was gonna be the next big rock star i uh i was I, I, I've been running around uh, doing a lot of interviews because I'm running for Congress and uh, I made the mistake of wearing a black shirt with a red tie and having my hair like this. And the comments just turned into my chemical romance jokes, <laughs> um, which was I mean, I was amused, but uh, yeah. Dude, you, I was asking for it at that point. I feel like <laughs> that's what I was about to say is you can't walk out of the house like that. And I mean, if you didn't catch it, it's your own damn fault. Well, as you know, whenever I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. Dude, so. we'll, we'll get to being serious in a second, but dang it. It made me think I was, the other day I saw a video where it was it was people texting and they were trying to text each other saying uh, the song lyrics in order. Sure. And uh, then somebody put the music to it. And it's just when I was a young boy, my father, a young boy took me into a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> and like by the end of it it's got it's the full song playing with like down with the sickness going in the background and i can't hear the original song the same way again it broke you yeah it broke me 
Oh man, so uh, how how things been going? It's been a while since I've been on the show. I feel like uh, maybe since last year, right? Right. It has. I, I was in a little rehab in a little area of uh, North Georgia, mm-hmm. and it was you, me, and your best friend Spike Cohen. That is correct. You're right. You're right. That is the last. So that had to be before the election. Yes. Yes. So I wasn't, I I wasn't running for Congress the last time I was on your show. You were not. And I meant to introduce you as running for Congress, but you know how things are. We uh, halfway catch up halfway uh, say vote for Jonathan, but either way, uh, no, you were not uh, running for Congress. You were just, Little old Jonathan for reels. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. So what in the world triggered this? Uh, uh, so I, the, the, the actual, the real answer is um, let's just go ahead and get real freaking serious right out the gate. Um, the, the real answer is that, uh, Right after George Floyd was murdered and the protest broke out there, I kept seeing so many of my friends that, uh, you know, they were so passionate about all these different issues and they were constantly talking about stuff. And I kept saying like, well, you know, nothing's going to change unless uh, the people that are in power actually do something about any of this stuff. And the, the, the law that came out of the wake or the bill, it never was, it wasn't passed. The bill that came out of the wake of the George Floyd protest was the, the bill that would end qualified immunity. And uh, 14 congressmen and women, um, only 14 out of the entire United States House of Representatives actually got involved with that. And it just died within a couple weeks. And, um, but you had all these people going on TV, like, we need to do something about this. We need to, yeah, well, they had an opportunity. They just chose not to. And, uh, I, I kept seeing people being upset about everything. And I was like, well, there's only one option. You've got to run for office. I'm, I put that challenge out. I've run for office before. I didn't want to run again. Um, I, I had to do like the last time I ran for office, I had to do a bunch of things that I didn't like, like cut my hair. And uh, be really, really serious. You've got to be really serious when you're running for office. Um, And nobody wanted to run. uh, And I finally just said, well, if nobody else is going to do it, I guess I'm going to do it. And but I I had a lot of like personal stipulations I put on myself, like I'm not cutting off my hair and I'm not going to change who I am. Um, I, I think that. You know, we we live in a post-Trump world where you can you can talk about grabbing people by certain orifices, <laughs> and and you still get elected president. So I feel like people might be ready for for a guy with long hair and mustache who occasionally says things like "Don't vote for shit asses." So. The world, See, I, I think the world's ready. 
I hope the world's ready, man. And whether or not it is, you're coming for them, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just uh, eating good and keeping myself healthy at the Shoney's and uh, so, getting ready getting ready to take over Washington. So uh, time to go not so serious. Sure. What in the world is up with this Shoney stuff, man? You don't like Shoney's? I mean, I like Shoney's as much as the next guy that's only eaten there once in his life. But oh, okay, all right. Hang on, let's let's just take a break then for a moment. What 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 buffet day was it? Because you know they have theme days. I remember there being catfish. Well, okay, then you went on a great day, but um, is that a thing? That is a thing, but. You seem like a man who likes unlimited bacon. I am a man that likes unlimited bacon. I suggest going on all you can eat breakfast for dinner night. Because you can eat unlimited bacon for like seven bucks and just eat all the breakfast you want. I mean, at the, our local Shoney's has chicken and waffles on the uh, unlimited breakfast. So Golden Corral is definitely not better than Shoney's. Golden Corral has more options. I will give Golden Corral that. They've got they've got a corral of options. But the food is garbage. Shoney's is at least quality. Okay. I don't even know if there's a Shoney's near me. What what state are you in now? Kentucky. Kentucky, there's definitely a Shoney's in Kentucky. I will get, I will find your local Shoney's. The closest one to me is in West Virginia. That is so upsetting. And uh, you've, something must be done about this. Something must be done. But you were, you, uh, did you say you lived in Tennessee at some point? At some point, though, you never lived in Tennessee? Mm-mm. Georgia to the to, to Kentucky. Okay. Well, you know Tennessee is basically the Shoney's capital. Like that place is filled I with Shoney's. The time that we last talked, I might have been thinking about moving to Tennessee because I that, have some friends there. That might be where. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to get but, that from somewhere. Not going through anywhere. Well, yeah, it's like. Um, supposed to do a podcast with somebody the other day and i texted them today and i was like hey are you okay you never showed up and they're like i thought you were in the hospital (laughs) i'm like since when and they were like or am i just tripping i'm like you might be tripping you might be because uh either that or i'm tripping so hard i went to uh the hospital and didn't remember it Hey, you, they, they could have put you on something at the hospital, wiped your memory, you know? Getting real here for a second. All right, I let's always, get one of my biggest fears is that if I were to have surgery for something, that uh-huh. the medication that they give you for the surgery doesn't actually put you to sleep, but just makes you forget about it and not able to move. There's actually there's actually a movie that that is the plot. It's a horror movie. 
and uh it's it's like one person trying to like i i I don't know how to explain it without giving away anything, but that's that's a plot of a movie, and it's very upsetting to watch. Oh no! So, yeah. how much does Shoney's pay to pump in old people smell? <laughs> oh, are they pumping it in or trying to pump it out? I think they're pumping it in. You're. I don't. I can. I wouldn't imagine they'd be pumping it in. I think it would definitely come in naturally. See, that's see. I think that's the problem. Is definitely old people. Um, they recognize the benefit of going to Shoney's. They they see the food for the cost. Um, it's a good deal, you know. Um, young, but young people. I feel like if they went to Shoney's as a kid, there's probably like they. It was traumatic for them or something like that. They were probably always going there with old people and stuff like that. So they're just like, oh, I hate that place. But like if you if you were to give Shoney's a shot as as, a, you know, a millennial who's now come into adulthood, I think you would be like, oh, I've been making a mistake because you can go to you can go to Shoney's and eat lunch and get, you know, 15 times the amount of food that you would get if you just went through uh even a taco bell and got a combo like the the trick is to shoney's though is is first of all you need to know what days are are what uh it, like they like i said every day is a themed buffet day so you've got seafood night there's surf and turf night there'll be uh i i saw some places where they have straight up t-bone night um yeah it's bizarre it's bizarre. It, you, who would have expected, though, that having uh, all this food for a cheap price would be a bad business model that would cause a lot of your uh, chain to shut down? Who would have expected that? But I don't know. Either Diamond. either way. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Oh, hey. boy. I told you that if he showed up, I was leaving, right? I didn't realize um, we were doing this with this guy. Um, I'm gonna have to go. Hey, buddy, how's it been? It's been better than this just now. Here, so, are, make, are you learning how to play the banjo? What is this? Oh, yeah. Thank you for giving us a little space. Don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just a co-host. Just Don't a co-host. I'm definitely judging you. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan, we don't even know how he became a co-host. It just all of a sudden he's a co-host now. Oh, absolutely. That that is typically what happens uh, with with this guy. Is he just weasels his way in to whatever good thing that's going on? Parasite. You know I will not <laughs> let you speak poorly of Diamond. He's a good man. He's not in it just for the fame. He's in it because he wants to build me up, right? That's right. Right, Diamonds. And he pays me very well. It's very lucrative. Are you wearing noise-canceling headphones with a microphone? I'm wearing like like ear protection for like a gun range, <laughs> but it's got like a, <laughs> but it's got an old timey uh, 1999 era 
computer mic taped to the side because that's what I feel like is happening right now. And so I can talk to my hunting buddies. But we are heading down to Dothan to do a little snipey snipe. Uh-oh. <laughs> and we don't like your kind. Well, uh, pay no attention to the Shoney's sign behind me. I'm definitely not at a Shoney's. Oh, 10 years ago today, I started at Shakey's. Cletus, Cletus wanted some attention, so don't pay, pay no attention to the needy Cletus. Cletus eighth. This one's only Cletus the third. Uh, Cletus okay. the fourth, he's, he's out there somewhere. Yeah, In my heart. Need to clean. Oh, man. So what are y'all talking about? What did I miss? My bad. So far, he is explaining to us Shoney's. why Shoney's is important. Shoney's is very important. It, it's 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 very important. But I did have a question before the show, and I didn't want to ask off the air because I thought this would be something that you would enjoy talking about. Um, so recently, because of, of your, your post where you post about Magic the Gathering, um, you've inspired me to buy some more cards and I went and I, and I bought some more magic cards cause I used to play whenever I was a child. Um, so, uh, I, I've got a question. Are you excited about the, uh, the new, the new stuff that's coming out, the new set? Cause new, I was new. looking the new, the new ones that are coming out in a couple weeks, because I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm completely oblivious to anything that's happened in the past 15 years of Magic the Gathering. Longer than that. Yeah, fi a little longer than 15 years I, since I bought Magic cards. And I'm completely oblivious to any of that. And, um, yeah. I, I, I saw the new set, and it's got, like, that, it's got robots and future stuff. What's been going on in Magic the Gathering in the last 15 years? Ah, uh, you mean... You mean the one coming out next year, Warhammer? No, uh, the one coming out. Um, Modern Horizons? Two, yeah, in two weeks. It's got robots? Yeah, it's got robots in it. I ain't been paying attention to it much because, honestly, this set is going to be like 15 bucks a pack. Mm. What? Yeah. Somewhere okay, well, I quit. I quit again. I'm done. I, you wait, know what? Wait, wait, I, was, I was fine with spending like the four bucks. Can you wait one more month? I don't know. Because next in a couple weeks, Modern Horizons comes out and it's going to be an expensive set because it's going to have some expensive cards. Why? But, but hey, I don't understand. All cards are the same price. They're they're paper. They're made out of trees. Have you seen lumber prices? That's I true. bought a pack of toothpicks and cost me 20 bucks. That's true. Diamonds has has the best point. You know what? I'm sold. This is an investment in the future. I think Look, kids call it the new, new, no cap. I've been pulling in some money selling these cards, boy. But I've been, I have cards since like 2012. But, uh, oh. yeah, I'm very excited for the next set coming out. Not the one you were talking about, but the one after it. Is Dungeons and Dragons crossover? Oh, that's interesting. They actually so, they, so both both uh, devil worshiping brands are coming together to create one uh, game that takes your soul away. 
Well, they already have done it once before. That looks like potato water to me. D&D Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. They have already done it in the D&D world, but now D&D world is coming to magic. No cap. Ah. Okay. All right. I'm too... I'm too old for this. What's no cap? What's Can this? You hear me? Some What's this no cap thing? What? What's? Am I supposed to know this? To be young and hip? I don't know. We were actually talking about that earlier today. Uh, me and Diamonds have no <laughs> young and hip. Oh, we hear you now. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I got a bunch of new techs that I've been training. And they say things I don't even understand. It sounds like English, but it's some completely out so, of my field. So, like, so we had old English, and then we had our English, and then now there's like a new English. No right? cap. No cap. That means I'm not lying. I think. I don't know. I thought it sounded like you know, no cap. Like I should have taken the cap off this bottle before I started the podcast, so it doesn't hiss on the podcast. No, no, no. Do it into the microphone. Oh, oh yeah. That was nice. Nice. So we looked into it and I guess in certain parts of the United States, uh, capping was what your mama jokes were called. Like in my area, we called it janking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So no cap is like, I'm not telling you lies about your mama. I think, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out drip too. Yeah, I think it uh, has something to do with my bidet. I don't, I don't know. Because Diamond's got that drip going on, man. He's got I, got a live, I got a live feed on my bidet. Um, I'll send you the link later. Ooh, that's what we need on the Confound Millennial Only fans right there. A live stream of your bidet. Clickbait. Oh, he was talking about selling his magic cards. You know what oh, his yeah, yeah, seller yeah. is? What's that? Oh yeah, oh do you have that? You can pull that up on the screen because I want to see that again. I I very much enjoyed this. Uh, I think that's what did it. Oh, there it is. I went and bought a pack. I went and bought a pack of magic just so I could um, see if I could get that card, and I wasn't able to. That's a reminder of the worst camping trip I ever went on. All the ones I've made, but sadly I don't own. It's not real yet, uh, but I promise you, it will be real. Oh, that was the worst camping trip ever. That's funny. <laughs> awesome. Surprised that was a camping trip. I thought it was like a beach trip. I thought it was like a palm tree or something. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He Talk about it. He's traumatized. Oh, I will. I'm just in co-host mode where I'm supposed no, to be No, 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 no. Go ahead. So you go ahead. All right. So my buddy Chris was in a bad mood. Okay, we're going to talk about mental health. Girl broke up with him. Uh, I don't want to get in that. Anyway, so my other friend, Richard, which Jonathan's talked to at least, uh, he was like, well, why don't we go on a camping trip? We'll hike. We'll go camping. And so we all got prepped five miles to a hiking site. And we play couple games card games have a good time and yell at people across the river and i go to bed and i wake up about 11 and i hear them being crazy 
Richard's falling off in the river. And I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep. It's fine. Everything's fine. I wake up at two. Richard is screaming at the bank of the river. Chris is hyperventilating. So I crawl out of the tent. I've got a little one man tent. I don't want to share my space. Whatever. Chris is like, you got By a one man tent, do you just, do you mean like a tiny tent or is it like a large tent and you just go, no, get away from my tent? <laughs> no, it's like a coffin. It's horrible. I will never use it again. It was bad. You couldn't even breathe in there. So I get out. Chris was having it. You got to help Richard. Richard's laying. I got a picture. I got to say it to you. He's laying on the sand at the river, just going, have you ever seen that movie? Uh, is it Tusk? That one where yeah. The guy, yeah, yeah. The, the guy's a walrus, right? Yeah. That's exactly how he sounded. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, he's fine. He's staying still. Let me worry about Chris. Breathe. Come lay down. Everything's fine. Everything. I go down there and talk to Richard. Richard, everything. I'm like, did you guys eat something? Are you guys on something? Chris, are y'all on something? No, man. No. Finally get Richard into the tent that Chris set up for the two of them. I get up the next morning. Richard gets out. And he's like, whoa, I had a great time. I was like, I'm never going camping again. He's like, what do you mean? Like, mm-mm. If I can't park next to where I camp, I'm not doing it. But apparently Richard just blacked out drinking and Chris just did a Chris thing. Whatever. I can't be the adult. I like to have fun too. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the adult between me and Diamond sometimes. I really didn't know where that story was going. And I didn't I didn't expect it to end with they were just drunk. Didn't expect it, period, with Diamonds was the adult. Well, that as well. <laughs> How does that happen? I'm not getting along with you. I don't like you. We aren't going to laugh about things. Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought, I thought you didn't like him. I worked for him. Him. I worked for him. anyway sorry uh but about not laughing about things let's talk more about i want to hear more about you running for congress and wearing a shirt that says don't vote for shit asses i mean i just love the fact that we've got somebody doing this okay so here's here's the thing that i will say about this shirt what people don't realize is that this is this is a very wholesome shirt. Okay, this is like a this this shirt means a lot, and it's not just being crude for being crude's sake, which I'm not above. I'm not above that. But um, I, I don't. Did I ever tell you the story about shit asses before starving? I have heard it, but you have not told me. Okay. So for anyone who's out there watching, um, whenever I was a kid, my, I was in, I'm going to say like third grade and it was the 96 presidential election. So that gives away my age, um, or roughly give or take a year. Uh, so the 96 presidential election was going on and, um, it was Bill Clinton, Bob Dole and all the kids in school 
were going around talking about how Bob Dole was going to get rid of all the chalky milk. And I love chalky milk and I couldn't let this happen. So I went home and I was like, mom, you cannot vote for Bob Dole. You have, you have to vote for Bill Clinton because Bob Dole is going to get rid of all the chalky milk and I need a chalky milk. And my mom wasn't having that. She was definitely going to be voting for Bob Dole. She thought Bob Dole was amazing. Um, so I, I grew up next door to my granny and my papa, and I was the favorite grandchild. Anyone in my family who hears me say that, it's not a controversial statement. I just was. I didn't, I didn't try to be. I'm just, I was just that, that special, okay? And um, so I go to my granny's, and I'm like, okay, if I can get through to anyone, I can get through to granny. And, and I said, granny, you can't vote for Bob Dole. You have to vote for Bill Clinton because Bob Dole's going to get rid of the, of the chalky milk. And she looks at me, stares me dead in my eight-year-old face and says, I ain't voting for either of them shit asses. And I was very confused. So I was like, so wait, you're not voting? You're not voting? And she was like, she explained to me that there's always more choices than just the two. And that very much confused me. But I get a little bit older, um, access to the internet. And uh, turns out she was right. Turns out Granny was right. You don't have to vote for shit asses. Um, you can vote for people that you like. They they might not win, but if everybody voted for people that they liked instead of feeling like they have to vote for a shit ass, um, things might be a little bit different. You might have, uh, you know, five, six, seven, eight, hell, no parties in office. You know, it, it might just be people running on their own. You might not need a party backing to actually get in office and represent the people that that are in your area. Um, but you got to take baby steps first. And the first baby step is not voting for shit asses. I, I got a point. Sure. So I've read some kind of statistics that says that third parties are steadily gaining percentages. They are. They're not winning. But I hate the argument that says you're just throwing away your vote by voting for so-and-so. Sure. I if you continually vote for that party that you agree with, I think that means a big deal, honestly. And um, so there's hundreds of third party candidates that have been elected and are currently holding office right now. Um, you just don't hear about it. Um, there, there were people that were third party candidates that got put into uh, state representative seats this previous election. Um, people get elected for mayor, city council, all these other offices, it's happening on the local level um, where there's not just giant, huge money that's thrown around. Um, one of the things that is very telling, uh, whenever I decided I was gonna run and I was like, okay, what do I have to do first? You know, And uh, one of the first things I had to do was legally I had to get a treasurer to work on the campaign and handle all the handle all the money. 
And um, so then, you know, she's like, okay, well now you have to file with the IRS. And I'm like, okay, so I file with the IRS. I had to get a business license from the IRS. They, they registered me as a business for my campaign. And that's very telling about what politics is. It's a business. They, they, there's not a, I, I didn't get a nonprofit. I didn't get a certificate that said, oh, you're running for office. It, I'm registered with the IRS as a business. That's the system. And that's, that's the problem when it comes to larger scale races is because there's huge amounts of money that are thrown around. Um, here in Alabama, you've got people that are running. I, I call it running because technically they're running, but no one's running against them. And I, I wouldn't say that that's an actual race for office. If no one's running against you, you're just going through with the motions and they, they, they raise hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions to win a race where they don't have an opponent. That's kind of telling about who they are as a person. If you are going around in fundraising and you don't even have a fucking opponent, Damn. where's that money going? Yeah. Well, that money's any, anything can be considered a campaign expense. Almost. Um, it, almost. Uh, I, well, you take me out to dinner. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you could uh, take somebody out to dinner um, and write that off as a campaign expense. Um, you can't buy uh, you can't buy new clothes unless it's uh, a T-shirt. You can buy a T-shirt or a T-shirt with your logo on it or something like that. But hmm. specifically said that you can't buy like clothes to go to an event. Um which I, I, I also find to be a little bit weird because like, what if uh, I feel like that creates a little bit of a barrier for entry for like an average person who decides they want to jump in. And if they're, their friends want to want to buy them something nice so that way they can show up to like some sort of, you know, political event and look good. And their friends are like, I want to give you money to do this. It would be a, uh, a, a violation of federal election law for your friends to give you money to buy some nice clothes. I'm sure it's a loophole. Because I was honestly thinking exactly that is I was thinking like from my point of view, well, <laughs> if I wanted to run, I guess I would need some fancy clothes and I'm coming from being homeless last year. I ain't got no fancy clothes. Right. Yeah. I, I think that all, a lot of the laws that are in place are, um, I would call them band-aids, but I don't even think they're band-aids. I think they're like, they're stickers shaped like band-aids. They're not really addressing a problem, but they look like they are. It's like, oh, well, we, we didn't want these candidates buying clothes, you know, spending their money frivolously. So we, we did this, but meanwhile, they can go take out all of the well-connected, uh, well-connected political elite that fund their campaign to drinks and cover all of that with campaign money. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I think the most ridiculous thing that you can get away with uh, and write it off as campaign expenses is. Ah, I, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I, will, I will tell this. Come on guys. 
Seriously? Seriously? You know, you know, you know, people are in the house. They moved around. <laughs> that uh, that southern like southern alarm system. Um, just a bunch of barking dogs. Um, uh, so, okay, I can I can answer that question. Um, the most ridiculous thing I think I can get away with buying as a campaign expense. Um, we've we've joked around about how uh, what if we bought like a dump truck and uh, made that a political billboard? Because a lot of times you see like these mobile political billboards, but they always kind of like go with, oh, we bought this old timey fancy truck and we put like the candidate's name on the back or something like they try to make it classy. And we were like, what if we bought a dump truck? Like a used dump truck with trash all over it. Blowing out. Throw the name on the side and it was like taking out the trash and just drove that dump truck around. That that I think could be a campaign expense. Um, and I feel like that one's pretty ridiculous. So if I got a, a P.O. box down where you live and registered down there, could I vote for you? I don't. I actually don't know the answer to that, um, but we could find out. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you know, we 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 could find we could find someone that would uh, let you claim residencies. Get me one more vote. We could I find know somebody someone. lives down there. Who is it? Uh, me? Is it me? I'm gonna okay. say in my room. Okay. This might might my- come back on you. <laughs> yeah. So what, you know, people talk about like uh, voter fraud and voter suppression all the time. Um, those are like constant topics every time there's an election. But what people really don't talk about is uh, candidate suppression and ballot access fraud. What what they don't talk about is like in states like Alabama, Georgia's pretty restrictive as well, but states like Alabama, We've got to get 65,000 signatures to add a third option to the to the ballot here in Alabama. And like I said earlier, 85 percent of the, of the ballot has only one candidate. And we have to get 65,000 signatures just to run candidates against. People that have no one running against them. Um. That I think is really one of the biggest problems that we face. Like all of all of those those races here that are going to have third party candidates on the ballot running against one other person. That's Alabama doesn't have two parties. Not really. The Democrat the Democratic Party might run people in uh, ten races out of the entire state. Um, if we if we run as a third party were to run, you know, 60 candidates at that point, we're, we're the second party, right? You can't call us a third party. And especially whenever there's not even a second party on the ballot, we're, it's not a third party. We're just trying to give opposition to the incumbents. Um, I don't feel like it's that controversial of a, of a statement to say that it's very likely that we will pick up some seats, uh, in various races across the state of Alabama, just by showing up, something that that 
nobody's been doing for 20 years. And, and it's honestly ridiculous. Like I, when I, before I started looking into the scene in Alabama, like you would hear jokes, people make fun of Alabama all the time. Like, I feel like yeah. Alabama is one of those states that gets made fun of by literally everyone. Mm-mm. Um, I, I think the only state that doesn't get to make fun of us is Mississippi and everybody else, everybody else, Alabama's fair game. And I'm always, I always would defend Alabama being like, oh, it's not that backwoods and, re- you know, repressed. Eh, it kind of is. It kind of is. So you can write candidates in there though, right? Right. You can write candidates in, but they have to legally have filled out. They have to have filled out legal paperwork with the state by a certain date paid a fine, I think, um, for them to even acknowledge that your name was written in. You They'll just throw away 65,000 signatures to be a write-in candidate. No. Yeah. Okay. But the, I mean, the chances of, of actually winning an election as a write-in candidate are, are very, very small. Like, yeah, you can make a statement. Um, I, I actually believe that uh, someone did just win out in Texas for sheriff as a write-in candidate, which is highly impressive. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm very, very thankful for uh, lightening this conversation up a little bit. Uh, that was that My was beautiful. Was you can go outside of the solicitation area and put signs that say right in this guy's name. Sure. Like, do you, do you know the, how much yard signs cost? <laughs> no, we can make some though. I got markers. <laughs> I the, the, you know what's actually the, signs the, all the expensive, the expensive part of, of, of the signs is actually the, uh, the metal stands. Hmm. They're bizarrely expensive. Those little things well, to I've stick them in the ground. Gun. And I can steal realtor signs all day long, but just cover it up. That is a crime. That is a crime, Diamonds. Not if you're not caught. Look, nobody here has uh, ever committed a crime, don't you? I am not on the advocating. Contract? I'm not advocating for stealing signs. Okay. Can't do that. Okay. Can't do it. I got a real but, friend that said I could borrow them. Peeing on a cup. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, I will tell you this. This is um, oh, welcome. oh, grape juice. Grape juice. Grape this juice. is uh, this is the most fun interview that I've done this week. Um, and that's not taking anything away from the other places I've I've been, like I said, popping on all kinds of podcasts and uh, places this week, and uh, everything has been um. Relatively straightforward and serious, and uh, this is refreshing. I think kids call it popping off. Popping off? Yeah, popping. You said popping on. I think they say popping off. Oh, no. Well, I was pop. I was I was getting on to put to a podcast. I don't know if I'm popping off yet. But bad is good. We're off confusing be on. On with popping off. Yeet. I think that's what they say. I don't know. Dude, we were talking about this earlier. I saw a <laughs> tattoo I'm going to get. Uh, I just had to tell you about this tattoo, Jonathan. It's a tattoo sure. to where when you do a dab, 
it's Master Roshi's face from Dragon Ball Z with uh, Bulma's reflection and his glasses and his nose is bleeding. Oh, of course his nose is bleeding. So I've got to get that tattoo. I, I've yeah. sworn that I would never get a tattoo that another person has or could get. But now is the time for me to relent and get a tattoo someone else has had. Live stream it. You should. You got a guy. The old guy that would live stream it. We you actually. Uh, uh, his name is Mike Klein from a tattoo shop. Uh, he said that we were going to uh, sometime if I end up down there, he ends up up here. Uh, we're going to live stream, do an episode where it's just me getting a tattoo from him. Where he Where did, did you say his tattoo shop is? Somewhere in Georgia. It's called Somewhere a Georgia. tattoo shop. He did my tattoo. You want to see it? Has a wonderful tattoo. Have you ever seen this tattoo, Jonathan? No, no not I haven't. Diamonds. Not, not that one. I can't get it out. It's too much. Oh, there we go. It's hard to see. That's a horrible camera. It's, that's pretty cool. I have no idea oh, what it is. It's a lot yeah, of sperm going into an egg. Oh, it's the miracle <laughs> of life. It's the miracle of life. It's the beginning. You won that race. I won. He won. We all did. It's amazing. It is. <laughs> so let's get matching tattoos, the three of us. All right, let's do it. What are we going to get? An extra Wait. nipple. Yes. No, we, oh, we talked about that. No, no. <laughs> uh, wings on a penis. I think that's a good one. It wards off the evil eye. That's what the knights used to do. Not a tattoo, a pendant. It's a good one. I'm so confused right now. So, so it's just a tattoo of wings. No, no. On. Yes. Like uh, we, we're getting a tattoo. Not down there, just wings. Wings on a phallus. Uh, so the words, the words, no, no. wings on a. Oh. <sighs> I knew this was gonna happen. Bad. I get it. And Just on the inside wings. of my butt cheek, I'd love to see Mike do it. I think it'd be hilarious. Hi, <laughs> I'm Jonathan Reels, and I'm running for Congress. <laughs> Check wings out my on the only tattoo. <laughs> thing I want to say is he can joke around. He can laugh at me and Diamonds being complete whatever the hell we are. Ignoramus. But he is. He's a person. We got real people running for Congress now, not just some schmuck in a suit that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. That, uh, you know, is this false god almost, you know, out there pretending to be better than the average person and to know what weird we is best for us. We've got somebody that wants to hear what we think is best for us. Yeah, um, I like to live by the idea that I don't know what's best for you. So there's no point in me trying to uh, create laws 
that enforce my idea of what's best for you onto you. That's that's a horrible system of government. There, there's no, there's no real way for people in Washington. There's no real way for a handful, you know, less than a hundred elected officials, not a hundred, less than a thousand elected officials, sorry, less than a thousand elected officials in one city to be able to know what's best for 380 million people or whatever, like it's, it's impossible. And you can't the thing do it. Is, most of them are all octogenarians. Oh, sure. People that, that don't know how to, they don't know what Facebook is. That, so is it like, mm -hmm. is Facebook like, like the Googles, you know, if you watched well, that, uh, that, that, that hearing about like, you know, online censorship and, you know, when Zuckerberg was sitting there looking like a, an Android, um, you know, if I had to sit in the room with the people that were there asking those questions, I probably would have morphed into an Android myself. And, uh, let us not forget. I'm not a cat. Prove it. No, not. I mean, I can prove I'm not a cat, but you guys saw that. Did you guys not see that uh, where it was uh, a court was going on over Zoom and somebody oh, yeah. accidentally hit the cat filter? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. Which I don't. I don't quite understand how you accidentally turn. Was he, was he on his phone? I think Did he have two apps because my phone le won't let me have two apps that access my camera running at once. And zoom doesn't have a cat filter. I really don't understand the technology that went into this happening. Um, I don't know. If, you think it's a conspiracy? I think I, yeah, I feel like it's probably, this is faked. None Cats of this is real. Hate lizards. Lizard people, cat filter. Dude, I was outside smoking a cigarette earlier, and I hear a little rustling next to me, and I'm like, what's going on? And I look, and there's a cat. I'm like, oh, hey, cat. And he just drops a bunny right next to me. Jesus. And I look, and I'm like, this poor bunny. One, how big is this cat? Two, was it a baby bunny? It was not a baby bunny. And it is a normal size cat. I was very impressed. And I was like, I immediately was like, wow, you're a good hunter. And then the thing got, as soon as I spoke, the bunny got up and ran as far as he could. Uh, yeah. Good for the bunny. Like, you didn't kill it. You're not Get a out of there. Get out of I'm there. Like, run, bunny, run, live. So bunny's Thomas got a story Jefferson. To <laughs> It's like a fish that gets caught and thrown back. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like I said, Thomas Jefferson, I think, said every 19 years we should rewrite the Declaration of Independence. And we have not for over 300 years, I suppose. Well, if we're uh, going to throw out founding fathers quotes. But rabbits. Uh, we're talking about rabbits. Uh, Benjamin Franklin once said, and I quote, French mind your business, mind your business, mind your business. Mind your business. That's, that's my favorite, uh, Benjamin Franklin quote. I like it. 
Uh, that that was actually uh, on the first currency that was ever created for the United States. The first coins. That was the slogan. Before they've we've gone through many different slogans uh, in the history of this country, and the first one was "Mind Your Business," and it was because Ben Franklin was minting the coins himself. Are, are we being serious here? Yeah, yeah. Is this Mind your business. A fact? Yeah, look it up. It's the uh, I think it's called the Fuego Cent, F U I G O. Um, business. I like that. Well, we say tend your business around here. Tend your business. Tend your business. Tend That's your how business. we say. It. I want T- some chicken. Tend your business. Tend your business. John, what you doing? Well, my name is Ryan. Tend your business. <laughs> Um, I, I'm glad that at least at least Brandon has stuck around the entire show. I love Brandon. He's such a good guy. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Brandon. It means a lot. Welcome to the Confound family, you hoe bag. What we call all the fans around here, man. Speaking of which, it is about time that I said farewell to you two, hoe bag. That is true. I do have a hard um, out at 6 p.m. So thank you for being considerate and uh, making sure you're getting rid of me just on time. I'm glad it's right. over. And I'm bringing it up now because I want you to have a minute to do your thing. Give your speech. You're on a platform here now. What do you got to say to the world, Jonathan? Or what do you not want to say to the world? Yo, know, I'm not telling you how to live your life. It's like your birthday. I'm not going to tell for you shit asses. That's Don't all I have to say. People. I'm moving and, to Alabama. And if if you uh, are out there and you have a bunch of money that you want to throw away, um, give it to my campaign. We'll we'll put it to good use. Um, when I. I, I, that's the one thing I hate about running for office is asking people for money. It, I hate it. I hate it so much, but it is your job because as we've established before, when you start running for Congress, you have to get a business license and it is my job to take in money from as many people as possible. And you can give me money for my campaign at www.jonathan.com dot cash now that money will be used for legitimate you know campaign things like uh setting up tables um at we're going to be at the pride prom uh i believe next weekend here in dothan alabama and then uh, we'll be also at the juneteenth uh event um also in dothan alabama and those kind of events where you're showing up to festivals and stuff like that, they always charge you, uh, you know, 150, 200 bucks, whatever, um, to, you know, set up your table and, uh, be out there. Um, we're, we're not doing anything at the Juneteenth event other than getting signatures that will be getting everyone, uh, who's, who's looking to run third party as a libertarian, um, that will get everyone in the state, that wants to run the ability to run in 2022. And we'll also be handing out water 
because it's very hot outside. People are going to be outside all day. So we're giving away free bottles of water as a little bit of community service. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't see uh, any other candidates out there doing stuff like that. So that probably should tell you a little bit about who they are as a person and why we reject all rulers. We don't need rulers. We don't need rulers. We need no. we need representatives. I had one last question. I realized that you sure, had a hard sure, sure. minutes, but I meant to ask this earlier. If you well, actually, how do you feel about the uh, country New Zealand? Because I have become so tired of America that I think I'm moving. Or should I wait? I didn't know that New Zealand existed. Did they add it back? Did it not exist? Yeah, New Zealand uh, didn't exist for a little while. Like it, it used to exist, and then it, it went away. It wasn't on the maps anymore. And then oh, they we added lost it. all our viewers. Great. Then they didn't. Did they add it back, or what did they? I I think it's still a thing. I mean, I've heard a lot about New Zealand lately. There's a lot of places or a lot of films that I quite enjoy that are filming there right now. Right. Well, it used to exist, and then it the whole the whole country disappeared for a while. Like it just vanished. Sink. And did it come back? Uh, I th think look, look at, I pull it up, pull it up, Jamie. Um, New Zealand, okay. <laughs> New Zealand, uh, map. That's, that's my, that's, that's a treat. That's a treat just for you on the internet. New Zealand map. New Zealand. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? And Brandon has to say, reject New Zealand, embrace El Salvador. But with all that, uh, thank you, Jonathan, so much for thank, coming on the show. Thank, thank you thank for having you. me. I'm glad I could do it. And uh, love you guys. As always, stay saucy, y'all ho bags. This has been the Confound Millennial, starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels, Jonathan For Reels, and Ryan Diamonds. Where did my outro video go? There it is.